Curious? So are we. Uh, are you funny? We might be too. Why don't you come on in here and join us for the show in which we empathize, reflect, converse, and chuckle about empathy and imagination. My name is Aubrey Cloutier. And I am Drew Clark. We would like to thank everyone for tuning in. It's a very fine, sunny day here in Crockett, California. It's about 77 degrees. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, so, welcome everybody. Welcome. I would like to acknowledge you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the podcast for Empathy and Imagination. If you like this podcast and you'd like to support it, please try going by YouTube and just throwing a little thumbs up and hitting the subscribe button and maybe leaving a nice comment. Yeah. If you uh, if you feel like you know financially participating, go ahead and head over to patreon.com forward slash empathy and imagination. That way we can keep this podcast uh, corporate free. But we do have uh, one sponsor for, for real, and that is Clark Pool and Spa. This episode is brought to you by Clark Pool and Spa, handling all your pool and spa needs in the greater East Bay area, California. Cool. Thank you. You get wet so the customer doesn't have to. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Why bother getting wet when you own a pool? Just have somebody right. else do it for you. That's perfect, isn't it? Who wants a pool? Who wants to get wet? Yeah. When they have a pool? Uh, nobody. Boring. They're just there for looks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all pools are for. And expense. They're supposed to cost a lot. Yeah. Well, welcome, man. It's, a, it's actually ba- a backup. Welcome. It's a backup for the for the apocalypse. To jump in the pool? You just have a lot of backup water. Potable water. True. I mean, it chlorinated. It, yeah, you'd want it chlorinated though. If you had a pool and the apocalypse hit, I mean, I would definitely keep the pump pumping and it chlorinated yeah. so I could use the water. But you can remove the chlorine. I mean, yeah, dechlorinate it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, how Freaking about we eight. check in? Yeah, man. Um, you want to go first? How you feeling? Feeling pretty good. All right. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling great. Um. Not a lot of updates. Um, my dad's still in the ICU. He's fifth, still in the ICU. Fifth week. Holy shit. All kinds of weird shit going on. What's going on with your dad? Like, uh, there's, there's like fluid around the lungs. And his mm. kidneys are fucked. A little pneumonia and action? I think he got over the pneumonia, but he's just, I mean, it's five weeks of sedation. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's like, um, it's like that Star Trek episode where... Riker wakes up oh, yeah. after, supposedly wakes up after 16 years. Imagine being out out of it for five weeks. I can't. I, I would be like time travel. Yeah. I mean, the doctors are all <laughs> like, yeah, everything's fine. No, no big deal. They're all positive? Yeah. But it's pretty surreal. He hasn't been wakeful in five weeks? He's been like awake, but not super, res- I think he was responsive a little bit, but... um. They want to keep them sedated so that the the ventilator is working and all that stuff. So he's got the ventilator and um, like dialysis, kidney dialysis, because his kidneys are at like seventy percent. Mm. So well, how's? May I ask you how's who's paying for this? I mean, how's that going financially? 
Does he have coverage? I don't know. Yeah. Probably, I mean, my mom's working, so she has... She I assume she has health insurance. She must. And he must have gotten it through her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, that's... Five weeks of that. I mean, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Craziness. It's just so much... It's so much money. I remember when I got hurt in turbulence, and I mean, I didn't have to pay it because I was at work. But you still see the bill. It's like fucking unbelievable. Yeah. What in years was just physical therapy? Yeah. I mean, there was like, some cortisone shots, and there were maybe a dozen basically pointless doctor visits. Mm. Yeah. What was it, like 12000 or something like that? Yeah. It was, it was some, yeah, it was like 12000 And it's still like <clears throat> ongoing. Technically, I could call up U.S. HealthWorks and go, my shoulder hurts, and they would legally have to see me. Huh. But I never want to go there again. This bad experience? It's not, it's not good. I, I recorded one of the doctors telling me to lie to my employer. <laughs> threatening my He was threatening my job, actually. He was like, if you don't go back, they're going to fire you. If you don't go back to work? Yeah, and I'm like, but I'm still injured. Like, they're, <clears throat> My job is, is a safety job. So the point of me being there is that I can help evacuate people in emergency. That's really the point of why I'm there. And he's like, that's not really going to happen. You're fine. You just, you know. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's why they're paying us the bigger bucks than usual is because you need to, like, carry people out and fight. Like, you have to. We're supposed to rescue shit if shit got weird. I mean, right. No, I was just looking at this. Oh. Making sure the eye rings. Are. Yeah. But so did you go back to work? Yeah, I went back. Yeah. Of course, later. I mean, but right. I, of course, I was like, hey, man, this this doc, I told my union, I was like, look, this guy's telling me to lie to people and it's he's no good, man. It's no good. The whole thing is a scam. And then they were like, ooh, yeah, you're going to just have to go to a different office. Like, that guy didn't have to leave or change, or there were no, there was no he repercussion. Wasn't, yeah. I had to go uh, drive further to, to a different office. Yeah. That was their solution. It's it like, seems this is care. like healthcare is a scam. A lot of it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems ripe for uh, technology to solve a lot of problems. I think we're getting to the point where technology can solve a lot of our chronic problems. Um, I mean, imagine if imagine if there was like a dot com boom of healthcare. Oh my gosh! Automation, I would, freaking, I would love that. Open source, automated, video conferencing. Dude, if we could, th- we're there. That, the technology, the, the infrastructure five? is there. What's the top five? It's like heart disease, cancer. Um, motor accident. There's like two other things. Yeah. The top five killers in America. And it's like, we, we could knock them out in our lifetimes. Like that's mm. totally possible. Yeah. As I understand the science to read. Didn't they have, they found, um, there was like cancer, uh, great strides in cancer, fighting cancer recently. Uh, CRISPR, CRISPR, I think is is a little bit of that, but I, mm. I also think there are some new treatments I'm not aware of. Like I think I heard something about that. Something yeah. that fought, that destroyed cancer cells in mice or something. Oh fuck! Not, uh, not Was it like weed based? No, but I think uh, speaking of weed, the studies are gonna sp- are gonna show that people who smoke weed are basically have less health problems in general. Yeah, they'll, they'll I think show that's that. going to be a thing. They'll show that even the, the smokers who have cancer don't have cancer as bad weed smokers, and I'll f- I think we'll find that 
because what I'm something I think is coming into light now and makes sense is inflammation is basically the cause of most disease. Mm. Cannabis is like main thing it does is reduce inflammation. Also opens up your airways for better breathing, better oxygen to the blood. I mean, that's like there's all kinds of just base things. Yeah. Plus the fact that the cannabinoids assist every cell function in your body. Like whatever your cell does, they go here. You go. Boop. Hmm. It's kind of like a wonder drug. It is. It it's it makes you a little confused sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not for everybody. Yeah. Not maybe not every person, but I think the more it was consumed on our planet, probably the more health correlation would occur. Like they tried to say smoking pot causes um, schizophrenia, but there was no uptick in schizophrenia when pot took off. So there's no bait. They just you know. Yeah. They're saying like shit. Bullshit. It's Jeff Sessions shit. It's like diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> um. Well, hey, I didn't check in yet. Did you oh, finish yeah. your check-in? That was my check-in, pretty much. Your dad. I mean, dad. did you finish that? The feel, the, That's, uh, you know, it's kind of... Uh, How do you feel? Ongoing. I feel like it'd be nice to have it over with. Positive outcome. Uh, when you use your imagination to see how that outcome would go, what might be one of those ways? Full recovery. And, you know, going back home. Him going back home and doing more walking. He likes to walk? Well, <coughs> I, think, I think that would be a good way to up your health. Just getting the mov- motion going? Getting the motion going. But it's weird once you have heart surgery, like you have to ride. <laughs> if you have to ride in the back seat of the car, because the airbag in the front seat could like mess with your could mush your heart up. Yeah, yeesh, that's scary. There's other like there's other little things, but you know, I guess I feel it's gonna work out. You feel positive? Yeah, I feel positive about okay. it. Okay, well, it's gonna it's send been a, some. Been the season of death. Hmm. Tell you that much. Yeah, been a lot of health issues. People. Dying, accidents. Mm-hmm. You lost a friend so, pretty recently. Yeah, my friend Brendan. We weren't super close, but he was one of the old skate crew. Yeah. And um, that was kind of cool. Brought a lot of this, a lot of the old crew back together. Oh, did you get to talk to him on Facebook and and back uh, east too? Hmm. Like they had a get together <laughs> at a skate park. Oh, in his honor? Yeah. yeah, and so it was like, there's pictures on Facebook, like my brother and all the all the people we used to skate with. Were they all skating? No, they were all in scarves and hats <laughs> at night. Uh. But, uh, yeah, so just honor his memory. I was looking for pictures of him, but uh, I didn't have any. Went through all my old pictures yesterday. Some some real gems in there, but no pictures of Brendan, unfortunately. Oh, too bad. Yeah. Does does your dad ever listen to the podcast? <coughs> uh, I don't think so. Hmm. I wonder if it sure doesn't show up. much interest in anything <coughs> that I do. Mm, I see. Yeah. I wonder if it would cheer him up to hear hear you saying funny things. Maybe. Well, I guess I'm. I think about your dad. I just you know want the same thing you want, and as quickly as possible, you know. Yeah, you you can never tell what's gonna happen. No. Never predict what's gonna happen, and uh, I don't know. You gotta take risks. 
can't uh, can't hang around in anticipation of something that you think might happen, but may or may not happen. Yeah, you can't and just. Yeah, you yeah, don't I know when that. it might happen. You know, so you're just sitting there, you're stewing in what might happen, and that's no fun. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But Shit. I think we are on the verge of a golden age. I know. So. I, I Whenever I hear bad news, I think of you saying that. And I go, yeah, Aubrey says we're going to go to a golden age now. Yeah. I want him to be right. Yes. So, yeah. Technology's great. Stock market's up. Things are going pretty good. <laughs> I know the stock market's up. I Crypto's up. Well, it's Bitcoin down. Bitcoin bounces back up to 10. It's almost at 11,000 now. So if I would have bought in at 8,000, it would have been smart. Because it was up to 20 and then it went down to 8. It was up to 20 and it went down, just recently it went down to like 6 grand, <sighs> which was the lowest in like a year or something. But uh, Are you in the game? Did you get a few shekels? I'm in, in the crypto? game a little bit. Oh, got a couple shekels. he's in the game. A couple shekels. Uh, you know, don't spend what you can't afford to lose, okay? No. It's basically like going to Vegas. So are you up then? You have a hundred bucks, let's say. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't be tied to that hundred bucks. Just assume that it's like it's gone. It's gone. So are you? Up and so one way to trick yourself ab about that is like, let's say you wanted to buy something or you saved a certain amount of money, or you didn't do something. Put the money that you would have gone to that into crypto or something or some investment, and then you don't feel like you're spending something you don't have. That's cool. Instead of going like, well, if I uh, I got to spend my rent money on crypto, that way uh, right. I make some more money. That's how you get fucked. Yeah. And day trading is also how you get fucked. But Or insanely rich. Insanely rich. Peter Joseph was a day trader. That's he didn't right. get insanely rich, though. That's right. He made like a living. Hmm. But, uh... I think it's bouncing back up. All the other cryptocurrencies, there's like 1,300 of them or something. They're all tied to Bitcoin is the thing. Bitcoin goes Are up. Everything else everything Bitcoin? else sort of goes up. That may change in the future, but... I didn't know if they were all tied to Bitcoin. I mean, they're sort of not in any technical way, but it, they kind of... The prices all fluctuate when Bitcoin fluctuates. Oh, so there's kind of an ocean of blockchain sort of yeah. inner, inner working. Okay. I thought you meant that they were somehow based off of it or something. No. Most of them, I mean, they're all blockchain-based, but uh, the Bitcoin is going up now, I think, because Chinese New Year is over. So China and Korea are the mega... They're most of the market in trading Bitcoin. They do the most trading. Really? And there was threats of the, the um, government was going to regulated or not permit bitcoin trading or cryptocurrency trading mm. so that was the big scare and that's when the price fell but also chinese new year people are probably spending a lot of their bitcoin now chinese new year is over and it's going back up that's my theory wow okay some people predict it's going to hit one million dollars by 2020 like the price of one bitcoin wow and another thing that people don't know, a lot of people don't know, is that you don't have to buy one Bitcoin. You can buy up to a hundred millionth of a Bitcoin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's not like 
you know, it is divisible up to but only to one hundred millionth of a bitcoin. And right. since there's only going to be like fourteen thousand, so there's only yeah, twenty one million bitcoins are going to be produced, and that's it. Twenty one million, and you could do a, a hundred million in each one of those. So you're talking about yeah, is that so? It's a lot. Twenty one billion. It's more than that. Units is yeah. that my math off on that one? I think it's, my math is twenty one million times a hundred million. <laughs> so billion. That trillion? Fuck, I don't know. Oh, we got a bee in the oh. bee in our bonnet. Uh oh. I'm gonna open the door. Okay, see if you can let him or her out. Probably him. Wow. You know, I'm no Oh, there. Be gone. Hey. Gone? You did it. Close the door if you don't mind. Totally worked. <laughs> So it's fun, you know, if you don't know about cryptocurrencies, like I don't. Uh <laughs> it's just fun to fun to get in the game to see how see what see what it's all about. Even so if, I was even if it's a t- ten bucks or whatever. Are you up? Currently up, yeah. Currently up. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the stock market <clears throat> most of us aren't don't participate much in it. I still have a 401k from when I was a flight attendant, mm-hmm. and it definitely has gotten larger in the last, I don't know, 16 months or so. Yeah. Like, I had to take, I you know, I had to take some out or else I was going to be homeless. Right. And, uh, and tax the fuck ba- out of you. It's basically recovered that wound I did to oh, it. Wow. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So... I'm just, I don't know, man. Maybe we should just put it all in crypto. There's all, I don't know. I don't know. I would take, you know, if you feel Spread like it. Spread it out. Take yeah. a take a thousand, couple thousand and put it in crypto if you yeah. like it. Maybe, maybe that's a thing to do. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, so let me check in about that's my, my feelings. That's my check-in. Yeah. Let me end my check-in again. Thank you. That was a good check-in. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel I feel pretty good. My foot's been getting better. I, I, I took, I didn't wear the boot for a couple of days of work and it didn't hurt, but like it was hurting today. So I'm like, I'm going to kind of wean off the whole thing. Having your foot hurt every day, it sucks. What was the cause of this? I jammed my foot against my dog when they were uh, fighting uh, and it, I messed up my tendons in my foot. Uh, I was trying to separate them, but it was, it wasn't, they didn't bite me or something. I, I mushed my foot into like dog bone. So, you know, I like to jog. At least we can ride the bike. It doesn't really hurt. That's good. But I miss jogging. I live in this hilly yeah. area, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to feel the fitness. I like the way it hurts hard. You know, it's really steep here, so you just don't do it yeah. very long. It's just, you know, shorter, steeper. So that's like, ooh, I want that back. So I'm, like, feeling, thinking about that, working on that. Um, I'm – there's this other – um, business opportunity that I have this idea for, and I actually had a an email interchange with a investor hmm. through a mutual friend, and and that was a positive experience. It's like it's more like this is more of a longer shot thing, but that feels good to be taken somewhat seriously. Like I have an idea that's kind of like another idea, but it's updated. It's basically an improvement on an idea, hmm. and. Uh, it's pretty cool, and the thing is, I I can produce it for real. 
in six weeks if we had the money. Mm. It's not like, oh, one day maybe I'll find a designer. It's like, no, my brother and I can just make one. Oh. So if we did that, we could have it done in six weeks and, and I could be using it. But, yeah, I guess I'm not going to say specifically what it is. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll be more later. If, if that actually goes I'll on, I'll have photos and stuff. You're going to have to uh, apply for a visa warrant. Get that information from you. Okay. I could do that. Get the FBI involved. They're pretty competent. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, how am I feeling? I feel good. We're working on the yard a lot. Like, uh, in the show today, I have, uh, you know, some garden update stuff, and that feels cool. good. Um, I've been doing the daily, almost daily garden vlog, like farm improvements from Gradient Gardens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been doing that, like, you know, three or four days a week. And that's a fun little challenge, doing it all on the phone, just to get try to get better at shooting short things, adding stuff, and yeah. uploading it quickly. Editing on the fly. Editing sort of. on the fly, up like, just doing that quick, yeah, just that, kind of building that muscle up. Uh, and I've been thinking about expanding this show a little bit, too. I mean, like, uh, using some of this instrument stuff over here with us and other people. Just yeah. on the brain. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is a time for me to produce content of many forms, and as long as I have the ability to, I'm going to keep doing it. I I'm I had a lot of fun last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Homebrew I, actually, club. I'm going to pull up a photo here for, for okay, the audience. Cool. You can't see it, but yeah, here. So we did this um, <clears throat> Hetty Topper Double IPA clone, but we made a few malt adjustments. Like we took out, we made it a. Uh, a partial mash we did have a nice mash of about six pounds of different kinds of barley and stuff but we did pour in a lot of liquid malt extract which is not like you know totally oh so you guys got together and and brewed something we actually had our first brew club meeting here last night cool so yeah we did this big old ipa and it's it was super fun to do that's what's sitting in the carboy inside Mm -hmm. nice you know, so there's a lot of hops in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tight <laughs> sludgy. Yeah. That's going to be like 8%. It was really fun. It was fun to have dudes come over and them. some of them were brewers and they knew what they were talking about. And they also were like, oh, how does this work? And what does this do? And I, I knew the answers. And so that, that felt good. Mm. Felt good to be like, oh, yeah, I, I can help other people do this competently. Right. And so, you know, we, we, we made a cool beer, and, and it's, you know, it's bubbling slowly now. I wish it was bubbling faster, but it's not, it's pretty cold at night still, so. Mm. And the, it's because it's, you know, water it fluctuates slowly in right. temperature, so. You guys meet every month or something? I, what's our first meeting? It was last night, and I, what I think I want to do is every two weeks. Mm. Every two to three weeks is kind of the thing to do, kind of in fermentation cycles. Right. Um. So, yeah, so I'll probably set one up in two weeks to do again, and, um, you know, all are welcome. And it's a fun thing. There's snacks, and we're consuming cannabis and beer, and then pretty soon we'll be drinking the beer we made, probably exclusively, but we got to work up to that. Mm. So that feels good. That was that, that feels fun. It feels like a good use of my time. Anybody too. comment on the, stu- the studio or the garden? Uh, well, it was dark basically when everyone got here, ah. and we didn't. We did come out and jam. Actually, people did like the studio. We were out here. Cool. We had Jim Lubinsky on the drums, and nice. I was playing different instruments, basses and whatnot, and <clears throat> singing. It was really fun. So we had a timer set 
So we'd put some hops in, and we'd start a timer. We'd come out here, and uh-huh. we'd play. And then, like, Jim had a timer, and he'd run in and check on it and come back. So we were, like, jam brewing. That's fun. It was really good. Yeah. It's kind of what I was hoping would happen. Nice. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to start advertising that on Facebook, Gradient on Facebook. And cool. It'll be cool. Yeah, I've been thinking about the Gradient Studio upgrades oh, yeah? recently. Interesting. What do you yeah. got thinking about? Well, I was just thinking about building out this stage. But I think it would be good to j- keep the setup, keep the drums over there, just because that window mm-hmm. is probably not the best thing for, the, oh, for, for the behind scene. us. Like, yeah. this is a nice little alcove for the table. Mm-hmm. I don't know, get the bow flex out of there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know, just thinking about cleaning up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Spring cleaning, I'm down. I'm totally yeah. down. Because it's a sweet little studio. It is good. Sweet little spot. You can do a bit with 10 by 20. And that's what this room is. Yeah. It's 10 by 20. And you can do some stuff in there. Because, I mean, and also, like, having a live band. Mm-hmm. Or On the ha- show. Or yeah. filming us playing some music and s- splice yes. that into the episode as if we're the house band, you know, uh-huh. cutting back and forth. Between. Absolutely. I think that would be fun. Just more comedy idea. That's all I think about is comedy. I got comedy ideas sex. coming out of my butt. It's <laughs> sex, yeah. Well, obviously, we're thinking about and sex. Just, and that both at the same time. Yeah. Like, com- comedic, silly sex. Sometimes um, sex is. I laugh sometimes after sex because it's like just how did that? It was so. It's funny. very. It is a very silly thing. It's like awkward and silly. Uh huh. But you know that's it's also intimate. Yeah. Um. But it's yeah. It's pretty silly. It's pretty silly. Sometimes it's you very know silly. Thing. It's so you're having such a fun time. I just laugh anyway. Yeah. Just out of joy, I'm like, just, ha, 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 you know. <laughs> you know, weird noises happening. Sure, there are, sw- there are. Slurpings and flappings and <laughs> slappings. <laughs> yeah. Zipping and clipping. And snapping. And zipping. And zipping. Mm, cool. Nice check-in. Cool, yeah, that's my check-in. That's my check-in. Well, that's a good mindset shift. I think I told you about this before. Going from consumer to producer, especially if you don't have any money. Yeah. It's like. You can't consume. So, but even like watching videos and stuff, uh, I tend to do less of that. Do more like, oh, let's produce something. Like on a regular basis? Yeah. I'm like recording, filming, biking. So. So you're saying. Is that your check-in? That's my check-in. That's it. Cool. (laughs) Check-in. Hmm. So is that like a system for success? <coughs> Ooh, it's expectorant. Is well, a system for keep su- busy? Is a system for success like constantly be using your talents, kind of a thing? I think so. I, any any good system, well, the best systems increase probabilities of positive outcomes. Yes, they always do. So those are the best systems. You can have a system that is destructive. But the best systems are the ones that increase. You're just increasing probabilities. Well, let me ask you. Like, I I think about this like, okay, between, you know, you got to work. So that time spent working. But in your day, that's not your whole day. Not my whole day. So I'm like, what's a a cool way to, like, figure out how much time is best to be, like, producing either, you know, audio, musical content or video content Mm. or... Um, farm pr- versus like rest and absorption of information while resting, basically YouTube. You know. Yeah. 
how does one and I, I've had a pretty good balance of that. I don't feel like I go too far over, but I definitely have a steady diet of sitting down and watching YouTube. Like that definitely is part of my almost daily. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. It's so not it's the, like not the best habit. Is but. it not though? I wonder if it's not because it's it, it depends. I, I guess it depends on what lot. you're watching. I learn a lot that way. Yeah. If I'm just watching top 10 celebrity make, it's like then no, no. fucking no. But if it's like how to do something you're trying to do. Yeah. Like I'll watch a brew I'm video usually watching tips. instructional things mm-hmm. or comedy. Yes. It's mostly stand up. Like I Red so Letter Media. Stand-up. Those guys are great. Is that stand up uh, stuff? No, it's like movie reviews, but but there's there's sort of a narrative. Those guys are making 22,000 a month on Patreon. Wow! Yeah. How do but we you get, know, how it's do good. They do good. They do good shit. Can we get there? Good Is that quality. Possible? I think so. I think if we, you know, if we have what people want, that the market will tell us. We got to people got to know about it too, though. Yeah. So you got to know about empathy and imagination. <clears throat> you know, we do. We have some serious times on the show. We have mm-hmm. some comedic times on the show, and. You know, I think it's entertaining. I think we have some listeners that also think it's entertaining. I think so, too. Yeah, people listen to it on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Probably have a few listeners right now. Probably. We're live streaming. It didn't break down yet. Oh. <laughs> Knock on pretend wood. Um, so that was the check-in yeah. systems. Oh, I was going to say, you asked a question. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Manage, to, manage to energy, not mm-hmm. time. So... Uh, figure out when your energy is the best for what you want to do. Now, that's a little bit hard if you have a 9-to-5 job. Yeah. Because, you know, your your best time to play music might be in the middle of the day. Um, so you want to, like, have... Make it so that your flex your schedule is flexible and then you can manage to en- to your energy levels rather than managing to time. Instead of like, peak? oh, at noon every day I'm going to go, uh, you know, on my lunch break I'm going to go to the gym. But you may not, your energy may not be saying, oh, let's work out. You might be more motivated to work out in the morning, mm-hmm. but you can't because of your job or whatever. So, What does one do about that? <clears throat> I don't know. Some people would say choose yourself. and Get a different uh, job. And just work for yourself. Yeah, it's hard. It's and and I did it, and it's right easier said than done. Right, and I did it, and you did it, and you still sort of have to work in the in the usual weekday, yeah, daytime. Yeah, it has to be in the daylight. Can't be be skulking around at midnight (laughs) fixing pools. That'd be convenient (laughs) if I could just yeah, could do music all day and go out in the evening and do a few pools. Right, but no, it's I get up in the morning and go. You know, yeah. So that's the deal. Yeah. A lot of creators say, you know, artists and creators say that the morning, early morning is the best time. For for creating? Yeah. Would you do that? Would you write bass? When you're fresh from sleep and like you get up at five and write for two hours or something, you know? Holy shit. Would you, when would be your peak time of day to play your bass guitar? (sighs) It's probably like the a.m. Hmm. Or like noon or something. Eleven. You've had your coffee. You've sort of... You're awake. Taking a dump or two. You know? Kind of like two hours after you wake up, maybe. Something like that. That's what I would say. Because, you know, practicing at night 
after work. It's like uh, it's kind of cool because it's a release a little bit. Like that's sort it of is. the standard American it's thing. Like it's work your fucking therapy. job and then you go to practice. It's therapy and then you're done. Yeah, yeah. It is. It does have a relaxing effect. Well, but sometimes, <laughs> not, sometimes always. not always. Depends on the band. Yeah, depends on the personnel. Depends on the band. Oh yeah. Like God, it's God. when I when I practice with the technical seven stringer group. We do it at like you know eleven a.m. and we have a lot of energy and we're very productive. But that music to me more feels like ten o'clock at night. The music yeah, feels the music like feels ten o'clock like at night. Right. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan shit. of practicing during the day, doing that that kind of stuff during the day. Yeah, so if you had to like drive to three different places to practice in three different bands five days a week and that was your job, like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So do you have a topic? I have a general topic. I didn't Ooh. do a ton of research on it, but... Let's do your general non-research uh, topic. I'll, I'll do a little research. Well, just, you know, past episodes, we've talked about some aspects of this, and there's more stuff in the news recently about it. So I'm going to call my topic the new space age. Okay. I feel like we had a space age, like in the s- maybe fifties, sixties, right? There was like, a, there was a lot of hope. It w- everything was about the year two thousand, flying cars and colonies on the moon. Everyone was looking at two, the year two thousand. That was the great uh, horizon that we were approaching. And mm-hmm. then uh, we went to the moon, and we were like, okay, we'll beat the Russians there. Fuck it. Fuck it. Done. Okay. And then 2000 rolls around. There's no flying cars. Instead, it's all about uh, the Internet. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, we did. We went that direction. Yeah. And so and Peter Thiel talks about this, uh, the definite versus indefinite future. And I think we're getting back to a space age where we're envisioning more shits happening uh, in space. We're making more more uh forays into space and trying to do more stuff. Now, Elon Musk, <coughs> we can thank him for some of that. Mm. Uh he put a Tesla Roadster in space recently. Yeah, I've that. been really watching the whole Falcon <coughs> Falcon Heavy. The Falcon Heavy like launch, what it means, Elon's reaction, other people's reactions. I definitely am available to talk on this topic. Now, it would be cool if uh he could make a profit. Without getting subsidies, that would be cool. He's working on it, though, right? He's working on it. It's just that it's not uh, quite there. Some people, some people really hate him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think he's like pretty much he's in the right direction. So the new space age is like, uh, you know, the the internet satellites that he's launching. Mm-hmm. Right. So you get he's bringing get, cargo to the. Um, I to the ISS, yeah, International Space Station, yeah. So the the new space age, the components that I see are, yeah, International Space Station, maybe a, uh, you know, space slingshot or maglev, uh, cargo cargo cannon, whatever it's called, Mm. and uh, space internet, satellite internet. And planetary, uh, or sorry, asteroid mining. Oh. And like robotic outposts. 
of mining on the Mars or the Moon. Shit. So I think that's. I think we're headed in that direction. A lot of those things are already happening. I mean, yeah. they've landed on asteroids, comets. Um, there's that uh, company that James Cameron's involved in, Planetary Resources, which is all about trying to mine resources from comets and asteroids. Well, that would be cool if we could get some mm. rare earth, like metals, platinums, and all you know all that stuff out of. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Hydrogen gases from comets and shit. And uh, methane, tons of methane. Huh. And um, <coughs> then we have, you know, we already have robots on Mars. Got, uh, whatchamacallit there? Mm-hmm. Rover, Mars Rover. Yeah, the, I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's still rolling around, isn't it? Yeah, it's like day uh, day 2000 or something crazy. It's still taking photos and still looking at shit? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mars Rover. Uh, New Horizons. Long distance, da, 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 da. opportunity rover. Yeah, it's still going. This Those things have like nuclear uh, reactors in them. Some of them do. Tiny ones. Some of them have, s- the newer ones had solar panels, don't they? <coughs> I think they have both. Like the uh, Voyager, which is still going, it passed outside the, the boundary of the solar system. I think it's like 20 billion miles away or something crazy. That thing, you know, you see the satellite and it's got like, the center part with the dish on it and all the sensors and shit. And then there's like a big metal arm with the thing at the end. That's the reactor. Oh, okay. Cause yeah, they have to yeah. keep the that. reactor mm-hmm. away from all the electronics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so the new space age, what do you think is going to happen? You think we're going to have colonies <coughs> on Mars? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think Elon Musk years? has pushed so much past Everyone else, as far as what you, you your gripe, which was making it profitable, yeah, he has basically, by a factor of ten, made it more profitable than any other launches ever have because he's landing and reusing the boosters. And I, I mean, you saw the video; where they come and land in synchronicity, and it's then crazy. It's like that's we're just going to keep using those rockets, yeah. And they'll need, need maintenance. to get the, the resources to for the fuel. That's All the it is problem. is methane and air. Methane and oxygen together is what this is running on. So that's just farts. Yeah. And, you know, air. Just eat a bunch of coleslaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Chili. Mm-hmm. Beans. And just, well, they'll have like, they'll have bad, when you go to the Mars and Falcon or BFR, mm. what happens is you're going to wear a weird diaper. That's going to collect everybody's farts, and then it's going to fill the tank. You could do that with uh, compost, right? Mm-hmm. Just have oh, a giant absolutely. enough compost, and you mm-hmm. just stick a pipe down in there, and you got methane coming out, right? I mean, they do that now. Like, I, I could pull up a video. I'm not going to, because I don't want to get kicked off of YouTube, but I could pull up a video of a person who's doing that in mm-hmm. America, where they have a biodigester of just compost, and they're pumping it into tanks and then using it as a cooking fuel. Wow. So it's all there, and we don't can shit do that. where you eat, but use your but shit to cook what you're gonna <laughs> eat. Yeah, it's like ooh, it's getting real close. It's getting close. It's getting because you're composting your poop and you're collecting the gas from it, and then you're cooking. You're like woo, yeah. You're playing with fire there, literally. Um, but yeah, so the new space age is amazing to me. I also was like, we went to the moon and walked around, and you know, there's people who who try to give credit to the possibility that it didn't happen. Mm. And I will say, there seems to be there's probably some fake footage, but I do think that we did go to the moon. 
Yeah. I think they had to prepare some footage anyway, and then some of that was used because it was so good, but... And it's almost irrelevant. It's kind of like... Yeah, who cares? I mean... Let's just focus on what we can do now. We know we can get there. Well, we'll unless we they lie to there, us, you know. But we have, you know, rovers there and shit, and you can... I mean, y- you can... If you have a powerful enough telescope, you can look at the moon and see the landing site and the flag and stuff, so... That's pretty cool. Clearly something is there. Someone was there. Yeah, totally. So I, I think Elon Musk is is leading us. It's actually Virgin's in it now, too. So it's, um, right, right. what's it, Branson? Richard Branson. Branson and Elon Musk are now working together to go galactic. And they're actually building... Space tourism. They're building the uh, the Hyperloop 1 test loop, the the big one they're going to go fast in. They're, that's already, that's going down. That's a ground-based too. train? Yeah, system? so they're working together Shuttle? for... You know, evacuated magnetic tube transport. Right. So that'll be cool. I mean, I've been a proponent of that since 2010. Hmm. I remember when California was talking about they're going to build a high-speed train between San or Bakersfield and L.A. And they're like, yeah, we're going to use train technology from 35 years ago. And it's going to cost billions and billions of dollars to maintain all this time and it was like all these people were like dude just do maglev and they're like well it hasn't been done Hmm. so they're doing it but basically the the thing that's important is that you get the cost per operation like it, it the marginal cost close to zero you're really getting down to after the initial cost of building the infrastructure mm. <clears throat> but because it'll be solar powered and there's almost no moving parts there's it's a it, the the cost of operation is near zero and that's actually uh, as, as far as the new space age i mean that that's important thing i i saw this video that i posted on the san francisco zeitgeist movement chapter page <clears throat> because it's it's a new documentary by vice and it's this really smart guy i forget his name and he's talking about something really important to look at. He's like, our, I'm going to mess up the words. But he's, he basically was saying, like, the efficiency of economy. He's an economist. Like, PhD. He's been teaching. He helps mm. he helped China and America, like, figure out how to do economies. So, so, so psychic. Yeah. So he's like a psychic <laughs> genius. And he's like, okay. So the most efficiency we'll get out of any of these economies that are running on um, fossil-based fuels to power, transport, and produce uh, its, its, its uh, economy. Basically, we, the efficiency of 20% peaked in the early 90s by Japan, and actually America got up to something like 15% efficiency hmm. <clears throat> with natural resources. But... It's been going down ever since. And the only way any economy will ever recover is if we move if we move to change the way we power, transform, and create our all of our economy. And that has to be with sustainable energy creation. We have to get off of fossil fuel. Mm-hmm. There's no way the this he was basically explaining there's no uh, there is no recovery on oil. There isn't one. Basically we have a slow drag. Yeah, it's finite. Yeah. We have a slow drag. The economy is never going to go, woohoo! Right. It's renew. It is renewable, but it takes a super long time. Yeah, we don't time. have that. We don't have that much time. 
You and know, plus, that's you why know, we got to get we got to up our solar game because we that's do basically unlimited. I mean, you can say it's it is limited, couple hundred couple hundred billion years or whatever. But that's, but that's not even a real you know that's effectively unlimited and it's free. <laughs> yeah. So we need in, in order for because the dollar is I think collapsing slowly. The only way to get out of it is to to power transport and create our all of our new businesses using not fossil fuels. Hmm. So it's like the new space age, I think using methane and, and oxygen is a, is a great like metaphor and factual thing <clears throat> to go along with it. It seems like rocketry is due for upgrade. Yeah. It's like one of those technologies that's just still using the same old process. Mm-hmm. Kaboom. Different uh, different chemicals, but same thing. I think we need to start building spaceships in space. Yeah. So they don't have to leave. They don't have to build an engine to push out of Earth, but just an engine that works in space. Right, right. And then you have a little shuttlecraft that goes down and lands, like that's those rocket boosters. takes a lot of energy to push something up. You're just fighting gravity. That's why one of the ideas was like a... Um, <clears throat> basically a rail gun that shot... Uh, storage containers <laughs> but so you have it run up to the highest you know mount everest or whatever mount fiji have it run up to the top of mount fiji because uh the higher up you are the less air resistance you encounter so you have this basically rail gun that's many miles long and it slowly accelerates the payload when it gets up to the top of mount fiji and uh doesn't have to use as much energy as you would launching from Cape Canaveral with mm-hmm. with with rocket fuel. So there's also the sky hook idea, you know what I'm saying? What's that? Basically like a giant <coughs> tether. Let's say two giant uh cable with hook at each end. But the center is the center of gravity, so it's constantly spinning like this each end. Where is it? And it's it's in orbit, and it's and it's spinning in such a way that every once in a while, one end of the skyhook comes down and can whoop, just pick something up, and then it's brings it back up into space. What? Just by momentum. So imagine like a what? bicycle. Imagine a bicycle wheel, right? Yeah. And every time it hits one point on the bicycle wheel, and every time it hits the ground, picks something up. And then it brings it to the top, which is in orbit. Skyhook. Skyhook. Theoretical class of orbiting tether propulsion intended to lift payloads to high altitudes and speeds. I mean, the the, the amount of engineering is just mind-boggling. You know, it would have to be a cable that's like half a mile in diameter or something insane. It would be just as an immense undertaking but it would theoretically work that's interesting yeah i'm trying to see if we can pull an image because once you got it spinning it's spinning you let gravity work for you rather than against you i think there are uh, a few different ideas for for uh, sky hooks like basically space space tether is like the is this it is this kind of it A space, it's a type of space tether 
their other proposals. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be a revolution in getting shit into space. And once that becomes, like once the barrier, the difficulty barrier is crossed to a certain point, I think that'll change a lot of stuff because it'll just be way easier to get things into space and to build things in space. Yeah, space in orbit, space is the future, you know, the yeah. new space age. And there's tons of debris floating around, yeah, too. Yeah, now, now there's a buttload. And like a piece of dust can, you know, ruin the space shuttle windshield. So they track anything that's larger than like a, centim- a millimeter or something. There's a... You can and you can. There's some website where you can visualize it all, and it's just like this solid shell of debris around the Earth. Yeah, crazy, it's crazy. And there's you know hundreds of thousands of maybe that's an exaggeration, but there are thousands of satellites up there. Yeah, and lots of them, of them are working. Not working. Yeah, yeah, and they have rare earth metals in them. Like, right, they're right. totally great to meth recycle. Heads, meth heads could you know steal brass <laughs> from them, <laughs> sell metal, salvage metal. So we need like a beach cleanup day, but for orbit. Yeah, orbit cleanup day. Maybe Elon will sell, make that company too. You just, re- you know, you could probably recycle so much of that crap. Satellites. Oh, I think yeah. there's solar panels and solar panels lithium and, and probably gold, batteries. and copper, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I think the new space age. I think we're gonna see probably robotic colonies happening. I don't. I don't want to put a time frame on it, but put one. Give me a freaking time if frame. If it's not within fifty years, it's got to be within fifty years. So a robotic colony, like a, a robot, goes to Mars. You can just keep sending these things to Mars, and they start build. They start making Mars uh, livable for humans. That's what I would do. I would Terraforming. send a bunch of robots. Yep. Probably take a long time to create an but atmosphere. You could send. You a could do Hundred. Autonomous robots in one BFR. You could pay yeah. maybe 500. You, it wouldn't take that long. And you could just have them like converting uh, materials into gases and just pumping it into the atmosphere eventually. And that, then you have, you know, you have you send human colonists eventually. Everything's built out. I would build a dome, like and a biodome, right? Probably a biodome first. Uh-huh. And then, because it would take probably 100 years to get the, to create an atmosphere. Well, what if you shipped up a shit ton of dirt, like just soil and plants yeah, and animals like and shit? Guide a guide a comet into the into yeah. Mars and just have it slowly burning off its its uh, CO two or hydrogen or water or whatever the fuck. And then you'd slam it into Mars and then you'd mine it, or you just you just ha- you put it into an orbit so it's just constantly deteriorating. It never crashes. It just sort of. De- Disintegrates, so it leaks into the into yeah. Mars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you create so, a little bit of atmosphere that way. Oh, it's intentional atmosphere. Yeah, because you want to terraform Mars. The Moon is not probably not that great. Yeah, let's do Mars instead. But the Moon would be great for like having robotic cities and shit, because um, you have you know you have like direct sunlight on one side of the Moon all the time, so you could have like just giant solar cities mm-hmm. no humans but what would they be doing oh broadcast error damn it <coughs> they would just be collecting energy beaming it to earth 
Or maybe mining minerals. Are we down? Well, I think so, but it went back on. Let's see how the other... Here, move around. Yeah, it looks like we had a full dump there. Yep. Should we restart? Yeah, let's restart. Okay. anyway. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back to the show, ladies, gentlemen, and otherwise. Podcast for empathy and imagination here. Of course, we experienced a minor technical difficulty. Of course we did. It's pretty standard issue here on the show. You know, we're we're just so grateful that that uh, Switcher exists. You know? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm really grateful that it does exist, but... We should get them as a sponsor. Yeah, it sure as heck breaks down a lot. Yes. We are proud testers of Switcher. Yeah, we sort of pay to test it. Yeah, we pay to test it. <laughs> it's a little weird, but... But it, I'm really... Look, I mean, it basically sort when of works. When it works, it works. It basically you know? sort of works. In terms of ease of use, it's pretty great. Yeah. So. Very user-friendly. Thanks, Switcher, for existing. Maybe it's not Switcher's fault. Maybe just our internet. Could just be the internet. I think yeah. it might just be our crappy well, internet. We I have. I, I mean, about just, but yeah, you know. I mean, we do have like a fifty-foot Ethernet cable hooked <laughs> up to a hub with another Ethernet cable Ooh. going into a wireless router on a rafter. <laughs> And uh, all kinds of wires and shit. Four iPhones. Looking at it right now. Four iPhones, one of which has been crashed. Here, Four iPhones. Here, check it out. Look at this. Well, There's so, yeah. like six devices on so this network. That one. You got that one. You got that one back there. You got this one here. And then you're, yeah, so it's like s one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things connected to this Wi-Fi network, mm -hmm. gradient Wi-Fi. That's not that many. Which is piggybacking on the network in the house. So... It's kind of a wonder that it works at all. It is kind of a wonder that it works at all here. Check this out. Really what do we this. got? We got a comment from a fan. Shake. Uh, audio is shaky. Audio is shaky. Hmm. The volume is better on my phone than TV. Oh. Let's turn it up a little. We're going to turn up the volume a little bit. And we're going to turn up the volume and start whispering. Okay. Volume is higher, louder. Is that is that up? That should be, this should be louder. That should be oh. louder. Hello. Hello. Is this, should we this Coming into your head. This go filling is your this louder? Does ear that help? Holes. I don't know. I like this. This is this is fun, though. Here, you check that out. You you hold that for a second. That's fine. Filling your ear holes with pleasant voices. That is cool. pretty neat thank you all right i think that i mean there's a lot to go in to detail on the new space age but that covers a lot of it yeah let's so. let's let's wrap up what we think about the new space age and then i've got some sounds good I got a, I got a sounds good too we that's awesome well we're about to rock out so let's so the new space age the new space age i'm excited to be a part of it uh um, are you going to go to space I would go to space depending on, I mean, if I was like 80 and it was kind of like time's up, uh, 
and I could go to space. I would, I would do it. But see, by the time you're 80, the me- the medical technology will be. So you're 80. Will be 80 like will be 50. like 30. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I would go to space. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't have, you know, it depends, I guess. Depends on what the family situation's like. If I had tons of kids and I could only take myself, that would be weird. Um, But I think it would be, I mean, I would do it. I would go into space if I could come back. Yeah. If I could come back to Earth. Yeah. Like go live on Mars for 10 years or something. Come back. Even just two. Two. Or even and just like three months. See, if it was like take, three months. But it takes three months to get there. Yeah. Well, they're saying in the future it might be even faster. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine uh, there's this sci-fi concept of a generation ship, which is to say, Oof. let's say you're going like, you know, your trip's going to take 250 years, right? So you, you get on the ship but you're not going to get to the destination. Your great great grandkids. Yeah, that's so weird. Isn't that that's weird? so weird. So you have like these these like spaceship cities, um, yeah, generation ships, so that you're the, the the original passengers won't see the destination, and the kid, but the great grandkids won't know what Earth is. Yeah, you know, it's weird. So I mean, then what are you even doing? At that point, I, I, think don't even, I don't think it's a good idea. I think you're better off just having cryo sleep and putting everyone to sleep for 200 years or something. Cryo sleep, if if that could work, would be good. Or let's just figure out how to go faster. Yeah, faster than the speed of light. Wormholes. It's fold space. Fold space. That's the new space age. So We're gonna new fold space, age. space. Yeah. I want to go in space. I I think by the time you and I are old men or women, depending on what we choose, I think that. We could be paying for an, a space travel fight, and it wouldn't totally break the bank. I think that's possible in our life. Like an international flight, yeah, is now like a couple of grand. Yeah, like basically, like oh, bike order warriors are gonna go to the moon, or or they're just gonna go to outer orbit for you know four yeah. days or something. Spend some time in zero g, eating weird stuff, moving in weird directions. Space tourism. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a thing. There's not going to be the Mile High Club. There's going to be the, like... 50-mile high club? Yeah. Uh, 20,000... 20,000? What is it, 20,000 miles? No. I forget. Uh, Well, I think you're in space at, like, 80,000 feet. Is that that what it is? Something like that. I think. Maybe not. The uh, SR-71 could go that high. Yeah. That spaceship. I mean, that uh, aircraft. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so that's the new space age. Yeah, cool. Leave some comments. Let us know what you think of the new space age. What's yeah. what's in store for us? Would you go to space? What are the challenges? What what didn't we say about the new space age? Volume is low and staticky. I'm getting feedback. Well, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Here, what if we do? It sounds clear to me. I mean, this is. Oh this yeah, the better? charger. Maybe that's better. But it's it's low and staticky. It should be hearing what you and I are hearing. What well, is that better now? I mean, it's not real time, so <laughs> we're just. Yeah. Do you turn it way down? No. Oh, I thought I just saw you turn it down. Well, I I turned it a little bit. See, like oh, there's okay. a ledge a little bit down from all the way up. Ah. Uh. Well, 
You can always listen to the audio on iTunes. Yeah. Or empathyandimagination.com. Yeah. Totally. <coughs> so that's the new space age. Yeah. So is it, um, should we start with some sounds good now? Yeah. Why don't you hit me with your sounds good? Okay. Well, I actually have two. All right. Why don't you do one? I'll do I'll one. Do you one. can do yeah, one. Yeah. Let's do that. So maybe we'll hear a word from Final Corp as well. Final sp- Corp is our current sponsor. They've been sponsoring us for 64 episodes. And they are an intergalactic conglomerate syndicate uh, corporation who produces primarily mayonnaise-based uh, products, mayonnaise-based technologies. Uh, they're, they're launching a new cryptocurrency, uh, Mayo Coin, which is going to be on the blockchain. And that's going to be uh, a cryptocurrency specifically for purchasing mayonnaise. Final Corp. It'll be fine. Help us slide mayonnaise onto food. <laughs> that is one of their primary yeah. uh, objectives. We are required to say, help us slide mayonnaise onto food. Yeah, so if you could, help us slide mayonnaise onto food. Do your part. You know, they have a new product. They have broken bone mayonnaise. Have broken you heard about this? Broken bone mayonnaise. That sounds yeah. good. If you break a bone, there's now a mayonnaise you can rub over the affected area, and mm. it, will, it will heal your bone. Wow. So, broken bone mayonnaise. Just innovations nonstop over there yeah. at Final Corp, wherever they're located. Final Corp. It'll be fine. Final Corp. Final Corp is a super corporation with offices in New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, London, Tokyo, Shanghai, Oslo, Zurich, Prague, Berlin, Sydney, St. Petersburg, the moon, Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune, Pluto, and the Andromeda Galaxy. Jesus. Jeez. They have <laughs> offices everywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Final Corp. Uh, yeah, why don't you hit me with a sounds good? Yeah. How do I see the other view?
I think we have a knock at the door. That's interesting. Oh, you got it? Cool. So, hey. What? Oh my gosh. Rebecca, look what you did. Oh my gosh. Wow, come here. Come say hi. Okay, we'll just. Just say hi into this microphone to everybody. Hi into this microphone. <laughs> Look what you did. You're so sweet. Banana smoothies were just delivered. Without, there wasn't, see, this is how you know somebody really loves you. Cheers. Thank you, Rebecca. Mm-hmm, you're welcome. There wasn't even any asking. Mm. Mm. Damn, that's good. Thank you. Yes. What a fun Saturday thing. Ah, nice. Wow. Shout out to Rebecca. Holy cow. She's my favorite. You guys should, uh, you guys dating? <laughs> you should start dating. Yeah. That I'm song gonna, end? I'm ask her out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the whole song. So that's, that song's called Charger Connected. Cool. The band who made that song is called It's Kinda Good. And that song was made at a camping trip using only an iPhone and headphone, uh, just, you know, earbuds. So that's the first part of my Sounds Good today. Cool. like it. So uh, I guess we're going to keep the Sounds Good train rolling. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. Let's see. Just call this up real quick. Holy shit, this is good. <clears throat> yeah, this is a good podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's try this. This is sounds good. Happy days And 
good wow cool you got what? sounds good for me <coughs> i do let's what was that tell tell what was that that was uh an old band i was in sunset is a battle that was from a, one of our old records uh that was a little little ditty i wrote a little short minute and a half two minute song yeah that's short called happy days So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. What do you got for me? Well, it's a metal. It's going to get a little esoteric over here. Okay.
pretty esoteric. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, so that's like Okay, what that's what do you pretty cool. What do you what do you when you hear that what do you see? I see like iron booted orcs marching through the dark woods. It's flames. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's flames. a good image. I like that. There we go. What is that? That um that is a jam by the guest speakers. Okay. And it is titled Virginia. Virginia. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Well, it definitely has something to it. It's probably a little too long. I would... Uh, I would go. To, I would change the guitar at some points in there. I would just do like different keys and stuff, maybe. Mm. What about the strumming pattern? Yeah, definitely. Maybe I would like change. A da, 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 yeah, I da, would do da, da, that. But some of that's driving about it, right? It kind of has like that driving element to it. Yeah. So some of that's good. Some of the driving's good. But yeah, I would. I would change up the strumming pattern to like. I would have breaks like. Bah. You know, kind of stuff like that. Breaks. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Well, you th- if you have breaks, then you can you can kind of have multiple feelings in the same thing, wow. and you can kind of build up to a story. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know if you ever tried having breaks when you read. Yeah, but then you can sort of change the mood. Cool. I like it. Yeah, so that's like it's almost like ear violation. It's like it's so it's so repetitive that it is sort of like a punishment. So like Mm. if if you're like if your kid does something you don't want him to do, you're like, do you want to have to hear Virginia? No. It's funny because it's very much like electronic music. It's very much like psytrance. Because I mean, there's it just yeah. You know, even that's like exaggerating. And sometimes it's like, and it just it does that for hours and hours and hours. If you go to the right Psytrance festival, yeah. In fact, sometimes it never stops the whole time you're there. That sounds like Burning Man. Yeah. I guess it does stop though. It does stop, but if you for go a to a few hours, if you, there's a, there's a uh, Psytrance festival I've been to. Uh, that. It didn't stop. You couldn't escape it. <laughs> he couldn't escape it. Yeah, it, it was for f- like forty, you know, forty-five hours or something like that. Wow, just and, like, constant psytrance at crazy volumes. Yeah, what the hell, man. Was that fun? No, <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. There were fun parts about it because sometimes you forget because it's on so much. You basically are say you're engaged in psychedelia, then. It's sort of like it does. It paints a picture of the story of your experience, and everyone's mm. having it together. So it's very unifying, it, like because everyone's like, "Yeah, the beat." Yeah, you look at each other. You're walking like from the bathroom to the fire spinning area, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah me too." Mm. Just for forty five hours. Man, I don't know. That's like, that it, yeah, seems a bit much. It is too much. Yeah, and usually they have. Uh, 
at this place they usually have a space you can get away. Like there's a creek you can escape mm. the sound, you know. But this just setup didn't have that. Man, I don't know if I'd be down with that. All right, here's another sounds good. Cool. This is the same, same band. It's an oldie. song called peter guest wow that that had there was some interesting lyrics in there yeah that was cool they sometimes they would like speed up like a rapper to squeeze in a longer sentence yeah yeah i was like whoa it's about a interstellar traveler named peter guest isn't there an actor with that name he's a salesman oh interstellar salesman Salesman named peter guest uh there's some actors christopher guest he's an actor 
Uh, you got anything else? I think that might be our show I today, think, people. I think that might be our show. I'm trying to think. Well, I guess I want to shout out to all the stand-up comedy I've been seeing lately and appreciating. And it's like, I have to admit, I, I go like, well, could I do that? Stand-up comedy? Yeah. I see it. I go, gosh, that looks like so much fun. And sometimes if I'm storytelling at a party, people are laughing and listening. Yeah. That yeah. does happen. So does I'm like, happen. well, could I transfer that over to the stage? It's like, well, the podcast is a little bit like, yeah. you know, it's a little Start bit. here. Yeah. That would be cool. And I'm like, so I, I've been starting to write a few things down. Oh, all right. I'm not going to share them today. I'm just little jokes? Just, yeah. Just okay. like nice. things to riff off of. Like, okay, I'll tell you one. Okay. If you get Oh, things to rip riff off of. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. If you like if you get a tiny house, what you're really saying is I don't want anyone to come over. Okay, yeah. I wanna I want everyone to smell my poop. <laughs> yeah. Like the I want the everyone to hear <laughs> me pooping and smell yeah. my farts. And have nowhere to sit down and you have to duck. Yeah. And uh, there's, you can't put, I like you can't bring anything with you. There's nowhere to put it. I like standing and laying down. Yeah. Those are my options. <laughs> I want to give me a tiny house. Yeah. So, so cool. like that's, and I'm, so I'm writing down a few ideas. I feel like it's easy to, to vamp on ideas. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me to vamp on ideas than, you know, have a joke. Set yeah. Up. So like, that's oh, why I I'm can't like, take my wife anywhere. She keeps coming back, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> it's easier to just sort of have something to improvise on. Yeah, if you have a topic like say something semi funny, like if you get a tiny house, you're really saying I don't want anyone to come over. <laughs> right. Cool. And then you vamp. So yeah, so that's that feels fun. We'll see. I don't know. All right. I think that's our show. I think that's our show. Yeah, man. Let's. Uh, I was thinking um, it'd be cool if we could. Maybe next time, we'll uh, we'll do an out a live outro musically. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd like to do a little outro right now. Okay. See what you got. What do you want? What do you, what's happening? Can I see the uh, switcher. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I guess we'll see you next week huh what do you think about that oh i see okay um one moment please standing by it was kind of fun having the live audience the other day evan and ben yeah i was thinking it might be cool if we had a, a live audience another time too that would be cool We've had a few times had a live audience, Twi- two or three times. It's fun. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go out with this. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for the outro.